You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It was weird because, I mean, I, I remember writing it down. Okay. And I also remember asking him several times what his name was and even how to spell it because I didn't believe him. I'm, I'm like, no, there's no way. That can't That's be your name. extremely specific. It was. It was really specific. Yeah. And he was also wearing a suit, and it was it was a gray suit with like a top hat, and we were not, we were in like the 30s. My God, man. I it think is you strange. have to stop watching Fringe. Is this another Fringe-induced thing? I hope not. Yeah. I don't know what this is. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibble here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over, over the internets. Wherever podcasts can be found. Oh, it's Friday. You said internets again. And I did, and it, I stumbled. I, I know. Well, you know, you stumbled because you keep trying to be a grown-up and saying internet. Internet. Like, that's the real way you're supposed to say it, but really it's not. We, we all, all know. We all know it's internets. It's a series of tubes. We all know that's that. That's what it is. Well, we have been broadcasting on them five days a week for five years and six years and one day. Oh, my gosh, Greg. Six years and one day. Six years and one day. Six years and one day mm-hmm. is, is uh, how long this show has been going. So thank you, though, seriously, for finding us if you're just a oh my newer God, listener that just actually or an older listener. Today. Yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Six years? Six years we've Oh, my been doing God, we've been talking at each other for six years. Yeah, it's a long time. It is a really long time. That is a really long time. Yeah, yeah, I know. And we did this all by ourselves. I know. Now there's a whole network wow. associated. That's trippy. Okay, sorry. I'm just yeah. It you're tripping out really, on it. It. I am a little. Yeah, it's kind of strange. It is strange. Okay, let's. It's been happening this long. Let's, okay, let's move on. Okay, that was right. weird. All okay, right. well, you, you out of it? You snap out of it? I am. It's a little like one of those things. Like after the fact. Like I think I was. Uh, I didn't think about it yesterday. But yeah, this is uh, mm-hmm. awesome. Okay. Yeah. All there right. we go. Okay. Fun Employment Radio. Thank you for listening. Thank subscribe you. in iTunes and Stitcher, or subscribe to the live stream. All those things. I do want to remind everybody though, a couple of things. A couple of orders. A couple of uh, things of business. Orders of business. Orders of business at the top of the show. One, don't forget to click on the Amazon link. FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the Amazon link. I used it myself today to uh, order a new microphone. You were actually talking before the show how much you appreciate Amazon. I do. And you weren't, and uh, no microphone in front of you. You were very excited about it. Yes, indeed. FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the Amazon link. That is one order of business. Other one, I'm going to do something today. It's it's something that... um, we're going to bring something back today, but it's got a new purpose. I'm going to say this. There's been something, uh, one of my favorite things in uh, media okay. is changing, like irreversibly changing, and I'm really not happy about it. However, oh. I have found, I, I've come up with an idea. Have you found a silver lining of sorts? I think it could be a perfect opportunity for me to get on the inside because of what's going on. Let's just say today... There is a segment that we used to do called uh, Dr. Science. Dr. Science has new purpose today, and I, I believe I have, an, I have an audition to do. You think this might be the time? This is going to be the time. This might be the time to spread the word of Dr. Science because of something that has happened. Yes, indeed. Okay. I, think it's, I think it's how I'm going to get all in. All right. So, well, I am anticipating what you're going to say. Yes. So that's going to be happening later on in the show and all of those things. Now, to talk, go back to what I was talking about here at the beginning. Um, I've been having a lot of weird dreams lately. And we've oh. talked about this here on the show. Oh, boy. Strange, bizarre dreams that you have been going on. You are strange and bizarre. That's why you have them. And, and I've been trying to keep track, and I, uh, I, um, like pull up, uh, like I, when I'm when I'm having my dreams, like I wake up in the middle of the night, and 
I will pull up my phone and and, and write it down in my notes. Mm-hmm. And I did this last night, and I do kind of remember waking up about it because I remember talking to this person. So here's the thing. I have a name. I'll explain what the dream was. You're so weird. All right. So the dream was this. It was in like a 19... I don't know the exact time frame, but I would say like the 1930s. And I was there. Okay. I was in a city. So it was like a like a you know a, a 1930s bustling. Were you like city. a shoe shine kid or something? I wasn't a shoe shine kid. I, I could was see walking you being around a 1930s shoe shine kid. No, trying to rob the uh, like steal money from the richies. No, I wasn't stealing money from the richies and having like your you know your little pants that are a little too uh, long for you and they're dragging behind you and like your you know your little cap. Ah, news of the day. And you're covered in soot and you're running around. News of the day. Right up. Right up. <laughs> that is not how I would be. No, no, that's not what it was. Stealing was... shiny nickels from the trousers of rich men. Yeah, that sounds... Okay, I don't know if I agree with any of this that you're saying. That's mm-hmm. not the kind of dream I have. Okay. Sorry, no, I am not a little boy stealing nickels from the trousers of men in my dream. That's not <laughs> That's not how that works. Right all about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, what, what um, happened was this. So I, I was an adult. I was like my age, and I was walking around, and I had a, like a dark suit on like a darker suit, and I had a hat, and I drove a car. I drove like a 1930s car. Okay. And so I was driving around, and I had this guy who was always with me, this this dude who would just ride in my car. And he had a gray suit on, and he had a mustache. Like ride in your car like you were escorting him around, like you were his Kind driver? of. I don't really know because I didn't really know him in the dream, but he was there, and, and I kept – like everywhere I went, he was just there. And I kept asking him, like, who are you? Like, who are you? What what are you doing? And I, I was really confused. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I'm really confused. Let me okay, just ask. Okay, sorry. I know, and I'm trying to trying to interpret this the best. All right, so Please, you're in the 30s. Me, you're, let me clarify. You're a dirty yeah. shine boy. I was not a dirty... Stealing sh- quarters God from the trousers it. of rich men. That is not anything that I just said. And then you're driving in a car, but you're driving... Uh, so he isn't a peer of yours. Would you say that you are an employee of his? Are you employed by the man in the gray suit? Is he behind you? Are you sitting in the front of the car and he's sitting in the back? No, he's sitting to the side of he's me in the passenger seat. He's sitting to the side seat. of you. Okay. Now, how do you feel toward him? Is he like, uh, do you feel like a sense of camaraderie? Like there's a friendship there? Do you feel like a sense of respect as if he's your supervisor? No. No. I felt, okay, I, I guess I could see there was like some developing camaraderie. Like I wasn't mad that he was there. I was just kind of confused. Because I didn't really know him that well, mm-hmm. but I wasn't threatened by him or anything like that. He was just always there. Like I would get out of the car and I would go walk around the city and he's just always there hanging out by my side. Like to my right, maybe just a little tiny bit behind me, oh. but always to my right. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. And he would stand there in his gray suit. And so finally I, I got him to talk and I'm like, what is your name? Like I want to I know what your name is. And he told me. And I didn't believe him at first. And so here's the name. This is the name that he said. Okay. My name is Bibby. Bibby? Last name Shapiro. Bibby Shapiro. Okay. That's, I know. It's strange. It's strange. And in the dream, I was like, no, you mean Bobby? The hell? Is your name Bobby? He's like, no, it's Bibby. And I'm like, with an I. It's like, yeah, Bibby. It's not Bobby. And I asked him to spell his last name and he spelled it for me. And this is when I woke up and I, I wrote it down right afterwards. And it was S-C-H-A-P-I-R-O. Bibby Shapiro. Bibby Shapiro. I don't know what that means. That's what was in the dream. That was what was what was in the dream. 
Greg's dreams racist. Why is that racist? That's not racist. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't know why that would be. No, I'm racist. looking at this, and there are a lot of nicknames, uh, like nicknames from Bobby's, being called Bibby's in the early like 20s and 30s. Are you fucking kidding? I'm me? not kidding. Are you Are you messing with I'm me? I'm not messing with you. Joseph Bibby Shapiro, who is known as Bibby Shapiro, was uh, lived from 1880 to 1950. Really? Where did you just mm-hmm. find this? I looked up Bibby Shapiro. That's strange. That is. So that was a nickname? That was a nickname. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I don't I don't know. Oh. I don't know. That's that's what the dream was. And then so finally I'm like, all right, Bibby. And so I called him Bibby, and then we just proceeded to go around and walk uh we walked around the city and he was there. And then at that point, once he had told told me his name, I kind of we were okay. Like I wasn't as, as annoyed or, or confused by him. And we just walked around and then we walked down an alley. And then what happened? Did he execute you or something? No, no. It was just uh, we started walking down this alley, and then I don't remember what happened after that. Oh. Yeah. And then that's that's kind of where it where it cut out. That's I don't know. Weird. I'm just saying it's a weird dream. Your it's just going are, on with my weird dreams. Seem like they're part of some sort of past life or something. You have some weird ass dreams. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I, I do have some strange dreams. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and it's been happening a lot lately. I've been having these really strange ones. Are you in a period of transition in your house? <clears throat> no, I hope not. <laughs> it's like I'm a roommate's moving out, and I don't when, know. Because <laughs> well, that's usually when that stuff happens. I need the money. Um, uh, I yeah, I don't know. I I mean, financially, but that's always the same. Oh well, yeah. I mean that doesn't change. I mean we're it's 2015. Everybody is having financial problems. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I, I can't explain oh, it. But that's what it baby. was. This is what the dream was. What's I woke people, up for it. Is it Bubby that people like, like Jewish grandmothers? I had someone, a friend who called her grandmother Bubby. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know for sure. Yeah, Bibby. Uh, John and Boris says, Do you have a picture of Bibby, Sarah, to see if it's the same guy? I mean, it, I don't know if I would 100% recognize him. I mean, it was a guy in a gray suit with a top hat and a mustache. I, I might. I might recognize. Okay, him. yeah, I can't find any images of him, but yeah. I did find. Yeah, there was indeed a person. Well, if anyone, that. if anyone can explain weird that it's this, the same time frame too. I, I can say honestly, I have never known a Bibby in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I can't think of. And ever he spelled it. With, he told you B I B B Y. B I B B Y. Because I made him spell it because I didn't believe him. I thought his name was That's Bobby. Weird. I was like, no, it's not. It's, your name is Bobby. Like you're saying it wrong. No, it's Bibby. Bibby. Uh, somebody's asking, was Bibby white? Yep, Bibby was. Bibby was white. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm just recounting what it was. I'm saying there's so many strange dreams that I've, I've been having. I would like some kind of answer as to what's going on. Mm, well, your dreams are more interesting than mine. I've been having my recurring dreams that I've been having since uh, since college of like the being tormented by the sorority girls that I went to college with. I have these like recurring dreams, and it'll be like in a different scenario, and all of a sudden they'll all just show up and ruin my good time all the time. Huh. It's bizarre. I don't yeah, know. What, what? I don't think about them in life. Like I don't even like recall them. I don't like look them up on Facebook. Don't. And do you anything. didn't. You didn't enjoy your time in the sorority. Not particularly. No. Okay. It was interesting. I wanted to live there. Basically, I was seventeen when I went to college. I I saw like the opportunity to live in a mansion, and mm-hmm. the house the house itself was the thing that sold me on it. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I want to kind of live in a plantation style mansion. This is awesome. That's where I want to live, and you know, picking. 
the people were secondary. I mean, a lot of the people I was in the sorority with were really nice. Some of them, though, were just horrible, terrible, mean girls. That's life, though. It is. Exactly. I mean, that's no matter where you're at, there's going to be nice people. It is. It's just super concentrated, and it's all women, and you know, it's all you know, women between the ages of like 17 and 22, where it's like your total crazy Mm. period. Oh yeah, that's kind of a nightmare. Yeah, it's kind of the nightmare time, but you're all like sharing the same house and like one bathroom, and it's just there's only one bathroom. Well, there are a couple. There's one bathroom, but there are like seven or eight stalls. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I've just been having like these reoccurring dreams where like what do they do to you in your dream? They're just always all like still best friends, which I know for a fact. I think they a lot of them are like they're they're all like you know go on their trips together. But like I'll be at something, I'll like be at a friend's house like somewhere here in Portland or you know at like a dining event or on a vacation, Mm -hmm. and this group of girls will show up. Like you're having a normal good time. I'm having a normal good time, and then all of a sudden, someone I won't say any of their names, but they'll be like, oh, by the way, I invited blah blah blah, and I'm like, what? And then I'll look, and it's that particular person, and then all of her minions, and all of them are there, and they're all just kind of, like, looking me up and down like I'm not good enough. I think it's, like, some deep-seated insecurity shit that I had from college. Well, that's, that's certainly what it sounds like. It is. And it's been, what, like, 15 years? Yeah. You should really be over that I now. should be over it, and I don't think about it in my waking life. Why is it creeping into my dreams? I, I, I don't know. I don't know either. It's so bizarre. What did they do to you? I mean, they just made me feel like shit. And that yeah. I wasn't good enough. I mean, you know, typical growing up in high school, college stuff. Well, that's what girls do to each I other. Know. That's not what guys – guys don't really do that kind of thing. We have Ooh. different ways that, that guys get tormented as kids, I mean, in general. and But but girls are – man, it's like deep emotional like – yeah, you you oh, guys fuck up. with each other. Well, yeah, and like somebody will be like, your best friend. You develop friend. complexes. You do. Hence why, yeah, I'm thinking, so I graduated 13 years ago. So yeah, 13 years later, I'm still like, and I don't think about them in my waiting li- in my waking life. Like I don't, I, I again, like let me tell you, I just, I don't look them up. I don't do anything. Like, every once in a while, something will pop up on my feed because I have a couple of uh, friends from there that are like mutual friends with all mm. of these other mean girls that, you know, that I went to school with. It's just bizarre. Like, they'll all show up and they're, like, slightly older versions of themselves, mm-hmm. but they're just still just as mean and just really just – Like, what kinda... do they say to you? Give they... me an example. What I, do they say I avoid you? them in my dream because I'll, like uh, – I'll see them and I'll be like, oh, so-and-so is here. And I'm like, God – I remember in my dream specifically last night that Lily was there and Lily was the one that – Lily, had... your friend? Lily my friend now? Lily Scott, Dally's fiance. Yes. Okay. Um. So, yeah, so Lily was there, and she told me, she's the one, she's like, hey, Sarah, I just want to let you know I invited all those uh, girls from your sorority over to the party <laughs> tonight. And I was so mad at her. I'm like, why did you do that, Lily? And she's like, I didn't know. I'm sorry. And then all of them showed up, and it was, I don't know. I have, I clearly have problems. You've got some issues there. I do have some those issues. Those are some real issues that you have to work through. I don't know what mine are. Mine are just, I don't. I just have crazy dreams. I don't understand what, mm-hmm. what's going on with mine. I w- couldn't even begin to explain it. Yours, yeah, that's a. Uh, it's getting to the point where it's kind of that's bothering. Some stuff me, where they show up all the time, <laughs> and you haven't seen these girls in fifteen years. Probably like I would say, probably like ten years has been the last time since I've seen them. I mean, could it have been that bad what they did, or did they just represent stress? To I you? think maybe maybe they represent stress. That's a really good idea. I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, I obviously I have no idea what you went through, but I mean, it couldn't have been. That bad. It wasn't that terrible. I'm being, sure it was uncomfortable, and they were mean, you know, and probably said bad things or something like that, or, or made fun of you for something. And that can be scarring. 
Yeah, but I mean, did they like hold you down and like torture you with hot prods or something? I mean, no, they were cruel though. I think it's like I never, I never was able to be comfortable for, uh, and it wasn't anything to do with what did they say to you? Not nothing. Like, what is it that they did? I. I just never felt good enough. I don't know because I went to I, – I don't know. Was that a you thing? I think it might be a me thing. And also I think they also – at that particular time, I think the reason why I did get into that sorority, which was like really prestigious. I don't know what, what it's like now. But it was like a, a really popular sorority is because I looked kind of different. Like I, that was when I was like wearing all black. It was on my like punk rocker stage. And they're like, look at how look at how diverse we are as a household. Uh-huh. Like look at all the – you know, the people like this – you know, I don't know. It was weird. Okay. Okay. Maybe it is representative of stress. Or like not uh, yeah. feeling good enough or insecurity or something. Maybe. It has to be. That's 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 Maybe definitely interesting. Inside, I'm like, all right, well, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know either. Okay. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's making me feel weird. All right. All right. But they do keep popping up in there and it's just, it's bizarre. Hmm. And I'm honest with you. I don't think about them during the day. Maybe we should have them in here. Oh, my God. That just actually made my stomach drop. No. <laughs> what if I got one of them on just to talk about it? Oh, my God. No, they would be like, um, you're a fucking loser. Why are you? T- I don't even remember your face anymore. Why do you dream? Of- like, first of all, it's creepy that I'm dreaming about people that oh, I haven't seen strange, in a long time. Yeah, yeah it's super that strange. A, that is a little odd. Like, they probably don't even remember I exist. Yet they're like visiting me in my dreams. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so creepy. Wow. No, I'd never say anything. Ugh. Well, I've got a surprise for you because you did mention this before. What? Uh, in the green room right now. Oh, we've shit. Got to- <laughs> God. I think I would probably throw up. I think I would. Maybe we should do this as an event sometime. Have you confront them on stage. You are a horrible person. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like you guys could work it out right there in front of everyone. There would be no working out. I think I would be entertained. I know you'd be entertained. I think everybody, I think people would buy tickets to see that. What, Sarah works out her, her past demons with her sorority girls? Yeah. I'll mediate. That's like a TV show, I'll mediate by it. the way. That's I'll mediate even... it. I'll, I'll play, I'll be the middleman. I'll ask the questions. No, they all dislike me. It'll be like a Maury Povich style show. Well, maybe not Maury Povich, less yelling. But I, well, unless you do start yelling, I would actually be there to. To uh, mediate it, you'd sit on either side. We'd set this up on stage. We'd have couches, and I'll sit on like a stool in the middle. No, because and I'll you know do a what little talk be? before we open no, up the because, show. You know why? Because they'd shame me, and then it would be like my nightmare come to life. Because they'd be like, because they're all a lot of them. Not all, and let me just say, if you are we're in my sorority, um, this is probably not about you. If you're listening, it, it was a very select um, amount of people. So if you're from college and you're listening, because I know some some of these people do. Right. It's not it's not necessarily about you, but Could a lot you, of. Though. But a lot of them, and these this particular group of girls are smug mothers, like they're all smug mothers, uh-huh. like to where they're like, they're they're very, they're uh, they're very well to do, yeah. And I think that that it would be easy to decimate me because I'd be like, well, do you think? But you, you could go right back at them. What have you done? What did, I have a baby. I have a baby and a husband. What have you done? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this could be a good idea here. It's being noted in the chat. There's people that would watch this. Uh, Keelan says, yeah, don't do this shit for free. Pitch this to a network. I mean, why don't we do this? I'll mediate it. Oh, I can't. This is actually making me feel physically ill talking about like. I'll do like a talk them. before you come out, like an audience talk. You know, a lot of times things in our past stick with us, even though we may not realize why they're there or what happened. 
but yet it's always there lingering. Today, we're going to work on some of Sarah's issues. And then blah, blah, blah. You know, it'll be a longer than that. I'll draw it out. I'll make it more about me. No. And then, but then, yeah, we'll bring you out. And then we'll bring out the sorority sisters one by one. We won't have them all come out at once so they can gang up. We'll do it one by one. What, so you add on to them so it starts with one and then, yeah. then, there's, then I'm talking to two and then three and then four? Yeah, then well, the six. first one, then she's kind of got to be quiet because then the second one's turn. But yeah, only one comes out at, at a – like the first one comes out, then we'll have the second one come out and she'll join her on the couch. But the first one doesn't get to talk too much, so only the second one until we have them all out there. And then at the end, either you have a group hug or it's made ten times worse. It's not there and that's, that's, be no you know, group hug. That's why everybody wants to watch because you don't know what's going to happen. Oh Is it going to be ten times worse? Or, it will be a thousand times worse. Or maybe you'll work it all out and you guys will be best friends now. Oh, yeah, that's not. I mean, maybe that's what will happen. That, I'm pretty sure that's not going to be the conclusion. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alex is saying that I could read Sorority of Lies out loud to them. That oh, is my Sarah's God. poem she wrote when she was. Fucking <laughs> Sorority of Lies. <laughs> sorority of Lies. Oh God, I forgot. I totally had blanked that out. Uh-huh. That was only like a year ago, too. Yeah, that you read. Yeah, that you. Well, not that you wrote it. That you read. No, it. that I read it. I wrote it like, yeah. sixteen years ago. Yeah. Yeah. This is. This will never happen. This. Oh, will not this is happen. such a good idea. Absolutely not. I think it's a great idea. Well, I'm. I'm glad that you had the idea. And I really want to be that kind of a host too. I think that'd be fun. What a shitty reality TV host. I don't know. Just sit there and like, pitch you guys back and forth against each other, but then all under the guise of I'm helping. That's I'm much... the be- I come out the best in all of this. Uh-huh. I and I think the people watching would would enjoy it. No, I bet the Let us you... know now. Would you like to hear watch no, this? No, even if you reached out to them like they'd probably be like, "Who? That girl? What's what, who's she?" Oh, I can pitch it to them to where they'd want to come on. Oh my. God. I guarantee they watch a lot no. of reality programs if they're like you're describing them. And if I said it was a reality show, we we would we would get them in. Real I can get them. I'll worry about that. Oh, part. they could be like the Real Housewives of Sorority Life or something. Yeah, you just got to make them think that they are part of something. Yeah, d- don't worry about that. I'll get them on. I will book them. It's All right, when do you want to do this? We're not doing that. Stop! You're giving me anxiety just actually talking about it. I don't like this. We'll work it out. Ooh, you're thinking about it. Do we have we do have audio of Sorority of Lies, don't we? I think you have some. I'm not sure. I don't remember, to be honest. I'm pretty sure I, I think somebody re- <gasps> It's on YouTube. I forgot about that. It's on YouTube. Okay. All right. Hello, my friends. I don't know why I just told you that, damn it. <laughs> my name is Sarah X Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. That's not right way to do that. By the way, if you type in Sorority of Lies, uh, Fun Employment Radio is the, the big hit. Huffington Post is fourth below us. Wow. Yeah. Huffington Post knows nothing about sororities full of lies. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stell, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up. This could be the dream job for someone in Wrexham, England. In where? Wrexham. Wrexham? W-R-E-X-H-A-M. All right. Wrexham, England. Okay. Marry all England. That's okay. A job posting by a British supermarket, Tesco, 
is seeking a part-time worker. Wow, the sorority girls are so jealous of how cool I am. I just know it. I imagine, yeah, this is probably really hard for them. With a very specific set of skills. Okay, I can't do the accent anymore. She sounds so cultured. (laughs) Did she get an accent since (laughs) since college? Oh. How worldly. How exotic. So exotic. (laughs) A job posting by the British supermarket Tesco is seeking a part-time worker with a very specific set of skills, which is a Christmas light untangler. They're actually hiring someone who will be responsible for untangling Christmas lights. I thought it was kind of cool. I I like untangling. Yeah. It's kind of a challenge. It's like a puzzle. Yeah. Well, this is in England, and the posting for the position at the Tesco in Wrexham, England, said the supermarket is launching a new service this month, which allows customers to bring in their own Christmas lights and have them untangled by a Christmas light untangler specialist. (laughs) Tesco says candidates should be unable... Okay, so there's a time frame that you have to be able to do to qualify for this. Okay. So candidates should be able to untangle 10 feet of Christmas lights... In less than three minutes, as well as be able to check the bulbs for signs of breakage. All within three minutes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ten feet isn't that long, though. That's true. Yeah. And how much are they paying? Uh, doesn't say how much they're paying, but they are paying for 36 hours a week. So it's almost pretty much a full-time job untangling Christmas lights. How many fucking Christmas lights does this town have? Oh, they must have a lot of them and a lot of tangled Christmas lights on top of that. So the ideal candidate for the 36-hour-per-week job uh, would be passionate about Christmas... The posting said, and the position will offer you the chance to show that every little bit helps by running the unique in-store service with a friendly, flexible approach and making a genuine difference to the little things that matter to our customers this Christmas by untangling their Christmas lights. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, speaking of the holidays, I know it isn't even Thanksgiving, but uh, these are the stories that I have, so let's just go with it. There's a new gift that you can give for this holiday season by a brand new company that has been created. And we've had companies... That have done this before. However, this is a new one. The company's name? Shit Express. <laughs> oh, is this the one where you can mail? It's a different one. This is a, oh, a very okay, specific a type of poop. All right. So this holiday season, yes, give the gift of poop to your loved ones or enemies. Uh, the Shit Express CEO, when asked if it was legit, he said, yes, this is very legitimate. Yes. Uh, Shit Express, indeed, this Shit holiday Express season. Shit Express is legitimate. I believe that shit express. Again. The name of the company. Sorority girls are so jealous of me. Tell us about shit express, Can I talk to you about shit express? Yes. Well, shit express will deliver a steaming pile of horse crap with a personal message uh, to your enemies or your friends or loved ones, colleagues, whomever you think deserves such a treat. It's a Hong Kong-based service. Such a service. delicious treat. And it started uh, this past year as a marketing experience, uh, experiment and has stuck around. Uh, so this guy, the CEO, the CEO, excuse me, his name is Peter. He hasn't given his last name. So it's just CEO Peter of the Shit Express. Peter of Shit Express. Peter says his firm earned $10,000 in its first month of actually shipping out horse manure. And has made more than 2,500 shipments. So it costs $17 to ship most places around the world and can be done anonymously. Or you can have your own personalized letter attached to it at no cost. Isn't there some kind of law against that? or Maybe with like the horse dung, it can pass as manure? Huh. I think there's some kind of like a harassment issue or... 
shipping fecal matter to someone when they don't want it. <laughs> Seems like that would be a violation of something, but maybe, uh, who am I? Are you, we'll a- let the attorney are you sort asking that out. someone to ship you fecal matter? No, that is not at all what I'm asking oh. for. I do not want fecal matter shipped to me. That doesn't sound very convincing. You know what is convincing? What I just found. What? That we'll play after World of Crazy. Oh, Keep no. going. All right, next up, out of Hawaii, Honolulu, Hawaii, to be specific, a man has been accused of robbing the Bank of Hawaii uh, last week and has already been taken into custody because he decided to fill out his name on the bank withdrawal slip, which is, this happened, but it was with a woman a couple months ago. But he filled out his name on a bank withdrawal slip before attempting to rob the place. He wrote his actual name on the slip. So according to federal court documents, 45-year-old Albert Robledo, Robledo, yeah, I said that right, signed his name on a bank withdrawal slip and, and filled in the $5,000 as the withdrawal amount. Uh, Robla, Robledo. How do you spell that? R-O-B-L-E-D-O. Robledo? I'm Albert. Let you work it out. <clears throat> 45-year-old Albert then wrote, put the money in bag or bomb on the withdrawal slip that he had just signed his actual name <laughs> on. He then tried uh, to give the teller a debit card that also had his name on it for some <laughs> so trying to, like, de- deposit it in the... <laughs> I think he was trying to rob her. And then have her deposit it in his account? Into or? his account and then get away with it. Well, well, you got us, sir. You figured out the loophole. Dang it. Well, he wasn't able to get $5,000, but he did get $2,000 after she handed it to him. Uh, he waved his, a knife at her and ran off. A Honolulu, uh, Honolulu police officer spotted Albert changing clothes and detained him. Police shut down the area for three hours until it was confirmed that Albert did not have a bomb, because that was what he was claiming he had. Oh, yeah. Authorities found his knife and clothes he wore during the holdup once the all-clear was given. It's probably a word to the wise if you're going to be robbing someone. Might be best to not use your own personal debit card and write all of your information yeah. on the withdrawal slip. Or just do it. Or just do it. At a Lufkin. Where's Lufkin? Texas. Sure. Yes, it's, it's the the station is KYTX, so I think you might be right. Mm-hmm. Good job, Tex. Mm-hmm. Boo, boo. That's... A lot of Lufkin, Texas. Lufkin police were called to respond to the Quick Corner Shell store after receiving a phone call that a man was acting suspicious inside of the store's bathroom. <laughs> now, uh, when the officer arrived, his name is Officer Beck. He's acting real squirrely in there. I don't know what's going on. real super squirrely. Very suspicious in the bathroom. Well, when Officer Beck arrived, he could hear the suspect who was in the restroom. His name is Gary Colquitt. Gary Colquitt. Screaming his head off in the restroom. While Officer Beck tried to make contact with Colquitt through the door, uh, Colquitt finally opened the door and began to scream at Officer Beck that he had a snake stuck in his rectum. What? Officer Beck then, not knowing what to do, called for backup. Officer Beck was then joined, uh, joined by Officer Carroll, who also responded to the location. Now, both officers attempted to speak with Colquitt, and instructed him to exit the restroom. So he's still in the restroom, although he had opened it a crack to let Officer Beck know that he had a snake stuck in his rectum. Okay. All right. It was then that Colquitt... Then, I've got a snake in my rectum! It was <laughs> It was then Colquitt 
exited the restroom completely naked, screaming, and began walking backward. That means butt toward them, towards officers Beck and Carol. Well, officers instructed... So the snake could see where to go, or what? Officers instructed Colquitt to get on his hands and... Excuse me, on his knees and place his hands behind his back. Uh, Officer Beck then placed Colquitt into handcuffs. Uh, Beck observed that Colquitt was intoxicated to the point where he presented a danger to himself or others. Where was was the snake, though? uh, (laughs) He was arrested for public intoxication and was transported by EMS to a local hospital for medical evaluation. After the medical evaluation, it was determined that Colquitt did not, in fact, have a snake inside what? him. I know, it's a shock. Where did it go, then? Maybe down the toilet? I don't know. What? I wonder what <laughs> What uh, happened when this guy's life... Like, previously, what led up to, A, how he got it into his head that he had a snake in his rectum? Sure. And why did he end up at that store naked following that? Where was he? Where was he that night? Somebody reconstruct this story for me. Yeah, like what led up to it? Like what mm-hmm. happened to where it got from like, hey. Somebody just, told him I'm that? having a beer with a friend to like, Whoa! oh my God, I'm screaming in a Shell Station bathroom, completely naked with what I believe to be. There's like, a snake in my rectum. Please someone cut that out no, and send I it to me. No, I didn't mean to. No. And I do have one final story. Greg, you kind of fancy yourself hip with the kids a little bit, don't you? Well, kids do find me hip. Oh, wow. Could not have sounded more I blend in. Yeah, you bland? I I blend in. Oh, I rap with them. bland. I'm like, yeah. No, I can rap with them a little bit. Well, Greg... There's a lot of secret we'll codes about that the some, kids are using these days. You know, some Pez dispensers and some... Some Game Boys? Yeah, we'll play a little Game Boy together. Mm-hmm. You know? We talk about I played that. Far Cry. Talk about some video games. Star Wars is coming back around. Yeah, I'm totally hip with the kids. Sure. All right, well, this one, this final story is out of Norfolk, Virginia. And it is a report that teenagers are turning into online nightmares with their internet slang. They're able to get away with things that they oh, shouldn't. Oh, the old code talking. They're doing their code talking. Their Ugh. LOLs. Well, young people today. And their are SMHs. Speaking. SMH is the one I hate the most. I don't like SMH. What is that? Shake my head. I'm like, don't you dare shake your head at me. Don't you shake your head at me. I don't like SMH. Okay. Judgy. It's the judgiest of ones. Well, young people are speaking a totally different language thanks to codes and abbreviations meant to KPC, which means keep... keep tell me. Keep parents calm? Clueless. Oh, That was okay. real good, All though, right. nerd. Oh, okay. All okay. right. So, uh, and a police officer who's been studying this for quite some time, Officer Dozer, says... If they disguise things in their parents' eyes, their parents will be like, okay, maybe they're just talking fun talk. But to us, we know it's in code and it's different. Now, kids... Are you the parents now? That that was the officer who knows better than the stupid parents. Okay, all right. Now, kids use words and numbers that you think are perfectly fine, 
but may take on darker meanings to teens, as illustrated in several online slang dictionaries. Okay. Um, Hit me with some. All right, so one of the most widely known catchphrases is Netflix and chill. Do you know what that means? Oh, yeah, that means uh, they're going to... They're having sex, right? That's banging. Yeah. Yeah, so Netflix and chill means sex. So is the word salad. What? They can say, do you want to come over and have a salad? That's not That's not the slang I knew salad as. Some code words are slang for risky behavior, like G-N-O-C. G-N-O-C. Get naked or close. That is, so, you got half of it. Greg, you turn that hat backwards, mister. You're becoming kind of cool. I already knew it. Uh, what is it? It's get naked on camera. Oh. While some code words are used to talk about alcoholic beverages and drugs. Right. Hit me with one. Such a, well, no, I'm, I'll give you some more in just a minute. Let me finish my story. All right, so some of the words you're using like, are like broken, which means hungover, or when they're talking about drugs, they talk about snow or robo tripping. Well, that's not very clever. Uh, Do they num- think nobody's going to figure out what it is they're talking about with that? Numbers are used, too. The number eight, for some reason, means oral sex. Number eight does? Yes. How did that work? Uh, number nine. I don't I don't get that. Number nine, or code nine, if you write that out, that means parents are around. Their eyes might We've be... we got a code keeping. nine. Got a code nine. Better ease up on the eights. Officer Dozer, the hip, the informed... Officer Dozer says he's also seen the code language while investigating crimes involving young people, like when warrants are served for their phone records. He said there are crimes that are discussed on social media, but to a parent who doesn't understand those code words like I do, they'll look at it like it's just normal jibber-jabber that kids are talking on social media. I can always tell when someone's hip when they use jibber-jabber. All that jibber-jabber. Uh, but it has a bigger <laughs> meaning to it. And then Officer Dozer flips his cool long hair and walks off, sauntering <laughs> with his special key code, knowing what the cool kids write. Uh, Officer Dozer is also concerned that some uh, that people are trying to learn the lingo to trick children. And he says that we've gone way past the days of LOL. What does LOL mean, Greg? Laugh out loud. Oh, you're so cool. Uh, Officer Dozer says this is a very important issue and it needs to be addressed immediately. So uh, here are some of the latest examples of internet slangs. Greg, I want to see if uh, if you're hip with the kids. Yeah, I am. All right. You're down with the 411. Serve them up. All right. What's 1174? You won't guess this. That means nude club. What? Wait. Nude club. Okay, then what's nude club? 1174. What does that mean? I think it means like a strip club. I don't know. Maybe it's like a club where they all get naked together. I don't know. They have like a nude party. It's like right, a Greg, nude let beach. You, let me give you a softball. What's a nude club? Let me give. I don't. Let me give you a softball. What is four twenty? Weed. Yes. All right. What is G Y P O? G Y P O. Get your pants. Off. Oh my god. Yes. I can get him. All right. What about MOS? Okay. This is more of a warning. Okay. Of uh, make 
shit, it's a warning. Um, it's a warning. May. Oh, you're not going to get it. It's mom over shoulder. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So what is P-A-W? P-A-W. Parents are watching. What? Is that it? Yes. Well, you, you gave me the hint with that mom thing, so that kind of... Okay, give me another one. Give All right, me another there's, one. there's another me. one. All right, this one is... Uh, this I am is, so hip with the kids. This is a really... This is a scandalous one. This is full of scandal. Here's one. Uh, I-W-S-N. I-W-S-N. Okay, let me write it out. I-W-S-N. In with... Wait. I'm wait. I'm watching something now. You got one word right. <laughs> watching? No. I'm? No. Something? No. <laughs> now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want some now? You got three out of the four. I want sex now. Yes! <laughs> okay! <laughs> I want sex now. That's kind of... This is the best they come up with slang. Uh, kids are lazy. I want sex now. Oh, and finally, okay. there's one more. So Congratulations, somebody, buddy. Like, does that work for something? If you hear if someone wants to zerg on someone, like say, for example, this Rody Girls did to me, that means to gang up on someone. So they're like, oh, you're totally going to zerg her. Oh, that's lame. I know. Zerging's bad, kids. Don't zerg, zerg. Don't zerg. Yeah, I'm anti-zerg myself. You'll also be 35 and still having nightmares about people that were mean to you 15 years ago. Yeah. Lay off the zerging. Okay, kids? Just don't zerg, man. Don't zerg. Be cool. Stay in school. Yeah. Say nope to zerging. Let's watch Netflix and chill. I don't feel like I should encourage that either. Don't do that. That's really crazy. What did you find over there? Hip with the kids. Well, Sarah, we were talking about your little sorority thing. Oh, man. <sighs> And it wasn't on YouTube. I forgot where this was. It was actually our friend Kenda recorded this. Maybe I can get a copy from her or I can download this copy and put this on YouTube. But this is from about a year ago. Oh, God. I didn't think you could actually find it. A little less than a year ago, where at one of our comedy showcases at Secret Society, you read your poem. Oh, my God. My poem that I wrote my like junior year. Yes. And let me see if at I can uh, pull oh. this up here. Oh, I'll be sad. I have a story for mine, because I'm not all wordy like Greg, but I do have a song that I want to play in the background to try and inspire me. Oh, God. Is it bad guitar? So this is Sarah reading from her diary that she wrote when she was 18. This poem is called Sorority of Lies. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> Store bought friends testing the quality of the other, wondering if it was a worthy purchase or just a mistake. <laughs> Surrounded by the beauty that is not really there. <laughs> Some believe they see and look closer, nothing but a pile of clothes and designer makeup. Strong faces hiding weak spirits. 
perfection masking the imperfect? Why do people just accept and never question the unhappiness? For it is me that is dishonest for choosing to live this life. <laughs> oh my god. That still makes my face red. <laughs> I think maybe you should read or write a follow-up and next Thursday at Landmark Saloon for Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night, no. you can read your follow-up to this. Don't you dare. Don't yes. you dare. We will be running the show. We'll have microphones. You could do a little bit of poetry for everybody while we're playing bingo. I will have consumed a couple of Not Your Father's Root Beers, so, I mean, maybe I will be bold enough. There you go. There you go. So next oh Thursday, God. if you guys didn't know, uh, we're having our Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night at Landmark Saloon, courtesy of Small Town Brewery. Small Town Brewery, they're the ones who make Not Your Father's Root Beer, which is... Incredible. Which we'll be making Not Your Father's Root Beer. Uh, root floats. Beer floats. All kinds of stuff that's Next happening. Thursday. Thursday the 12th. We want to see everybody that can come out. Come out and hang out and play some bingo and and uh, have some, some small town brewery root beer. And maybe hear Sarah. I No. Read some poetry? No, I don't know. We'll leave it up to you. Read we'll any we'll leave it up to the audience maybe. No. 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 Maybe. That is not happening. Uh, well, unless that's what the people want. Well, I don't know. We'll leave it at that. Should we do a little ball talk? Oh, sure, Greg. We could get everybody really quiet out there at Landmark. Like, demand everything is shut off and then just you reading poetry. No! (laughs) Stop! Throwing it out there. I'm throwing it back and burying it. No. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. Little potpourri of balls. Just got a couple of stories. Oh, I do have to do my predictions today. Let me pull that up. Sorry, I I, uh, was so excited today I forgot to pull up my predictions. All right, first up anyway, we have this. The New England Patriots, of course, finally getting over Deflategate. Because Tom Brady had his uh, suspension lifted. They are now 7-0. However, the controversy of them cheating has not left them, and it is this is the new the new thing. It's not Deflategate, Sarah. It's Coingate, what? and here's why: the New England Patriots. So before every uh, every NFL match, they do a coin flip to see who gets the ball first. You know, so whoever, whoever wins the coin flip can decide. Okay, I want the ball now, or I want the ball in the second half to start the second half off. The the winner gets to decide that. Well, the Patriots have won the coin toss in their games 19 times in the last 25 tries. 19, They're 19 for 25 in winning that. The odds of doing that is 0.0073%. Wow. Something's a little sketchy with Coingate. Something. Do you think they weighted one of the sides? Is it I all, don't know. Do they always call the same thing? I need to know the ratio, the ratio of heads to tails. Well, that's... I don't know. Well, assuming it's a 50-50. I'm like, do they always call because tails? Just, I don't know if they call heads or tails. Are they the ones calling it every time I think the and home then they're just team, accidentally I think winning? The, I think the home team gets to call heads or tails when it goes in the air. I believe that's how that works. I don't know. But regardless, Coingate is a real thing. Somehow, people are convinced that they have found a way to cheat that system. Just can't prove it They yet. need a better name than Coingate. What would you have it? I don't know. What I'm thinking it about it. I'm going to hit something real good, but Coingate okay. is just You're gonna lazy. You're going to knock it out of the park here Coingate's lazy. All right. 
Well, nonetheless, you can't have deflate gate and then have like take the thing that's replacing the football and then call it that gate. Well, I'm just saying that's what they're calling it. All right, that's what it is. All right, moving on to ball talk after coin gate. I've only got really two two more things, but I I, <laughs> I want to play this audio. Now, this is from a Champions League game. Champions League is soccer. So this is Real Madrid against PSG. I don't know who PSG is. Anyway, it's it's Real Madrid match. And this is the Chinese commentator. Now, this gentleman was removed from his job after this match. So this is their television broadcast. Okay. I'm going to play the audio of his commentating. Commentary? Commentary. The commentator commentating with his commentary. And you tell me if you can tell why he got fired. Okay. Wow. Could you tell what that was? I believe it was somebody sleeping. Yes. Okay. He was snoring during the middle of the match. <laughs> he had fallen asleep. And he did uh he was relieved of his duties after that. <laughs> Alright, finally in Balta well not finally. Before we do our final predictions, the last story I have is this this is just an example of class A trolling. Like at its finest and simple trolling. And it's so dumb, but it's working, and I love it. It comes from Carolina Panthers fans or detractors. And here's what it is. So the Carolina Panthers, NFL football team, their their record right now is seven and oh. They haven't lost yet. And so naturally a lot of Panthers fans are posting online and you know saying, Oh yeah, go team seven and oh and all these things and mm. Panthers fan pages and all that stuff. It's a big deal for them. Well, at some point, someone decided to mess with them. And like a, like an example is this. Somebody put on their Facebook post, you know, hey, yeah, Panthers, yay, 7-0. And someone wrote, actually, they're 6-1. and one. <laughs> And then everybody else started piling onto this. And so these super fans that are posting about the Panthers being 7-0, and everybody's like, no, dude, 6-1. You got to check the scores. 6-1. 6-1, Panthers. That seems like something that you would do 100%. <laughs> it's just so subtle. I mean, it's not subtle, but it's just, it's so dumb because their record clearly is 7 0, but they're getting all these people so it's like riled someone, like, up. like looking at something red and be like, oh, no, that's orange. Yeah. It's and like, then no, just, like, it's not. It's yeah. red. And they're getting these Panthers fans like, God damn it, they're 7 0. They're not 6 1. And people have created all these memes for it, ridiculous things, and posting them, and then just getting these comments from these fans that are like, they're 7 0. You're such a fucking idiot. They're not? <laughs> God. It's. It's so great and so dumb. But I, I encourage everyone to just look up some of these message boards. Deadspin had a big thing on it. And people have created all these like memes all, like, that look legit, and then it just has six in one, baby. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so stupid. Okay, that's really good. It is, it that is, is awesome. Some, that's some top-notch trolling. It, right it really is. Yeah. yeah. And, and so many people have gotten in on it, too, that are just piling on with this. <laughs> it's awesome. Good job. Good job. Whoever started that, good job. Greg takes his hat off. I take my hat off. All right. Finally, we've got we've got this. I need to make my predictions. 
Sarah, we need to make some predictions. Okay. I'm looking at the teams, but I don't know which ones you're picking, so I have to wait. That's true. Okay, I, I every year, every week, I do this. <laughs> make my predictions. Uh, so far this year, I am... I predict three college football games per weekend, and two out of three times, I am right 100% of the time. So it's pretty incredible. The clip that I've been able to keep with Ooh, this stuff. Ooh, if you don't pick this one, I know which one I'm going to pick. First up, we're going to do this. Oh... Huh, am I sensing... Uh-oh. Somebody might be making a trip to Upset Town. Number nine, Iowa. Taking on Indiana. University of Indiana, 4-4. Four and four. Iowa, 8-0. Iowa Hawkeyes. See, their logo wasn't bad, actually. Yeah, you have their shirt. Remember, you used to wear around a Hawkeyes shirt, but yeah, you had no idea what, what it was. I don't know what I did with that. It's gone. Because I, really I remember like when shirt. we first met, you were wearing that. I'm like, so did you go to Iowa or something? You're like, no. Why Why would you ask that? Because like, you're wearing an Iowa Hawkeyes <laughs> shirt. Indiana Hoosiers. Hoosiers. That was a good basketball movie. Indiana. A lot of things there in Indiana. Pacers. Reggie Miller played for the Indiana Pacers. Didn't go to University of Indiana, though. He went to UCLA. UI. Oh my god. Versus Iowa. Iowa's going to upset town because and Indiana just bought them a ticket to get there. Kind of messed that up. Indiana's going to win. Indiana's okay. knocking off Iowa. That's, that's easier. I can't remember who goes to upset town, the winning team or the losing team. The Either way. The losing team goes to upset town. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, so Iowa's going to upset town courtesy of a one-way ticket from Indiana. Next up in ball talk. Ooh, the big match. The big boys. The big story. Two of the top four teams. We're going to go here, sir. Louisiana State University versus Alabama. Louisiana State, of course, they're the Tigers. We talked about this. They have a Tiger on campus. This is in Alabama, though. Tuscaloosa, as a matter of fact. Red Tide, because it's this weird algae. Oh, yeah. Yet they have an elephant is in it their like Crimson logo. Crimson Tide? Yeah, it's Alabama Crimson Tide. Okay. Didn't you say Red Tide? No. Oh, okay. No, I said Crimson Tide. I'm quite clear on that. My apologies. Yeah, well, you should. Apology accepted. Begrudgingly. All right, so Alabama, number four, taking on LSU. LSU 7-0. Alabama 7-1. Coming into Tuscaloosa. Bryant-Denny Stadium. Ooh, boy, this is going to be a hot one. turned into the Hulk. Oh, this is going to be a hot one. It's sticky down south. Ew. Sticky God. with anticipation for this hot mess of action that's going to be on that field. Sticky down well, it's south moist. for it's hot action? Humid. It's humid. God. You know, it's a humid swamps and stuff. I don't want to hear about your sticky human swamp down south. Humid humans. The winner of this one, Sarah, is going to be... The team that will score the oh my god most points, and that team will be tomorrow, 5 p.m. Pacific time. When it starts, when it ends, who knows? Probably two and a half hours later. 
Alabama's going to have won. Okay. Alabama will win. They will go. knock off LSU. Okay. And final final one. Sarah, give me one more. All right. Hit I me. want you to do... Hit me with it. All right. Uh, throw t- it over here. All right. I'm going to catch it. Toss it up. Number 14. Give me a, give me a, give me a ball. Oklahoma State versus throw number it at me. eight, TCU. What, who were they again? I was talking. Are you done talking? Hit me. Number eight, TCU. Yes. Versus number 14, Oklahoma State. Oh, boy. Both 8-0. and oh. oh, boy. Cowboys of Oklahoma State taking on the Texas Christian University Horned Frogs. I swear, you could be making up half of these mascots and I wouldn't know. Yeah. Maybe I have before. All right, Sarah, here's what's going to happen. Horned frogs. They got purple uniforms. Oklahoma State, they're orange and black. Cowboys. Raising rope broncos. Horned frogs. I don't know what they do. They ribbit. There you go. TCU will win that one, Sarah. That will make me 3-0 for the weekend. Bam, place your bets. Send me the tithing. We're done here. Oh, that should be your new catchphrase when you end ball talk. We're done here. We're done here. We're done here. Yeah, there we go. All right. Yeah, I need to put some more sass into it. You do. You need to be put a little more sass in your step. A little more sass. Well, or you could place those bets, you know, and take your winnings, give part of it to Fun Employment Radio, and also spend part of it... At Ski Fever, which is this weekend. Oh, Next Adventure. Because Next Adventure will yes. be there. Next Adventure, our fine sponsor. And actually, if you are going down, so Ski Fever is a huge thing that happens here in Portland over the weekend where they have a whole bunch of fantastic sales on ski equipment. And Next Adventure is down there at it. And if you're going to it, please stop by Next Adventure and say, hey, appreciate your support of Fun Employment Radio. Yes. Or pick up some skis from them or, or a snowboard or some boots or gloves or whatever you want to buy. Next Adventure is a fine sponsor, and we really appreciate them. So their main store is 426 Southeast Grand. They also have the Paddle Center, and then they've got a their uh, their other location out in Scappoose as well. Mm-hmm. They are just great. So go there for any of out, your outdoor sporting needs, whatever it is. If you're going to Ski Fever, stop by, say hello to them. Let them know you heard about them from Fun Employment Radio. Next Adventure. Awesome. Dot net. All right. Finally, we've got this, and I, I know we're running low on time. But I did say I was going to do an audition for something. And this is this is something I'm actually legitimately I'm very upset about. I know. If you've you listened are. to this show for a long time, you know I love National Geographic. I love it. I love it very much. And wait, okay, really quick. Greg says scapoose, really strange. That's how you're supposed to say scapoose. Scapoose? Mm-hmm. Do some people say it's scapoose or something like that? Scapoose? No, I don't know. I've always it. heard it as scapoose. It's scapoose. Mm-hmm. That's the right way to say it. All right. Anyway, National Geographic is one of my favorite things. Every month when it shows up in the mail, it's a very happy day for me. It is a very happy day. You really look forward I to really it. I really like my National Geographic. Mm-hmm. And then this week, well, not, maybe not this week, but very recently, National Geographic was bought out by Rupert Murdoch and Fox News. Rupert Murdoch does not believe in science, and Rupert Murdoch is now taking control of National Geographic, and he fired a whole bunch of people. It's never going to be the same again. (sighs) How do you feel about it? I'm not happy about it. I know. Because it's going to change. They're not going to really do... 
They fired everybody. But because of that, though, here's where the silver lining is. Since it's probably not going to be real science anymore, Dr. Science may have a way in. I could. I think Dr. Science should go work for National Geographic. And so right now we're going to put on our science hats. We're going to bring back the Dr. Science segment. Dr. Science is going to answer some questions. Maybe some people could put some some uh, things here in the uh, live chat if they have some questions. This is an audition to now join the new Fox News National Geographic, where Dr. Science may actually work pretty well oh, for it. Oh, my God. You've got a new gig. Yep. Okay. So can let I start do, it off? Do we, are we yep, just going to do a First, let me do some science stretches. Oh, it's been God, a while. I was hoping you forgot about science oh, stretches. Boy. This used to be the educational segment on our show, where children, of course, would gather around. Most people would listen to it on Sunday nights before the... School week started, and they'd gather their children around and say, Hey, kids, we're going to listen to Dr. Science, and you're going to learn something that those teachers aren't going to teach you in their edumacations. Oh, boy. Yeah, you got to stretch really hard when you're going to do sciencing. Yeah, I'm going to do some really good sciencing. Oh, boy. Yep, those are you juice, done? The science Please juices stop. are flowing. Oh, my God. Between you talking about your sticky down under and your... Science juices. Science I'm juices so are flowing, Sarah. Over. All right, Doctor Science is here. All right. Well, I want to try and. Well, first of all, good to see you, Doctor Science. Yes. Oh God. Well, I do have a question. So, of course, you were talking about how Rupert Murdoch does, in fact, now own National Geographic. He's fired almost ten percent of the staff. Yep. And is going to be changing it as a whole. Yeah. Now, I really think to start this off, I was trying to think of something that Mr. Murdoch would like you to cover as Dr. Uh-huh. Science. Something timely, something okay. something on the on the tips of people's tongues. So let me ask you this question. I'd, I'd like you to keep it as succinct as possible, please, Dr. Yeah. Science. Yes. Dr. Science? Dear Dr. Science. Yes. Yes! Sorry, Dr. Science forgot too. Do you think that global warming is real? Oh. Oh, this is a very good question. Well, let me explain something right now. I can tell you what's been making everyone hot. I've noticed the hotter summers. I've noticed what's going on with that. But I don't think it's really global warming. I think we're at war. And what are we at war with? What heats up the planet more than anything? What's big and puts off a lot of energy? And a lot of heat. And reflects the sun back up on us. Trees. Oh, God. I believe trees are the reason that people have... We've been having these hot summers. Trees are angry. They're pissed off. And you know what? It's time we did something about them. In order to stem this tide of so-called global warming, which is not global warming at all. It's just a war. We need to cut down as many trees as possible. We need to stop these trees now before they take us all over. They're everywhere. They want what we want. They want to, they want to move into our neighborhoods. I mean, they seed things by the wind. We got to put a stop to this before the trees ruin everything for us. Cut down all the trees, and that is how... Do you even remember the question? <laughs> we stopped global warming. <laughs> Science, sir. All right. Do you have a Do you have another question in the chat? Yes. All right, Greg. Are you familiar with the with the movie The Martian? Kind of like the the synopsis of it. 
Born Identity 7? What is it? I don't... Well, the question was going to be about if the Martian could really happen, if we could leave somebody up on Mars. Do you need to do that? Huh. Uh... Okay. All right. All I'll right. Do it. Dear yep. Dr. Science. Yes! Do you believe... It's from our friend, our, our pal Carrie. Yes. She wants to know, dear Dr. Science. Yes! Could the Martian really, in fact, happen? Could the Martian really, in fact, happen? That is a wonderful question. Now, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, it has something to do with the Bourne identity and goes to Mars, presumably to stop a terrorist of some kind, or to get his memory back. Is this the, and is then this they the forget plot him. Of, the, of the Martian? I think He's it is. Stopping terrorists to, uh, getting the his born, memory back. The born identity goes to space. Goes to space. So you're going to do like movie reviews in the new National Geographic as well. Well, I'm That's just trying to pitching. sum it up, and then I'll, okay. I'll answer whether or not it can happen. Sure, sure, sure. Don't mean to put you so, in so a weird position. <clears throat> yes. Mm. I'm piecing together the movie here. So he goes to space because there was a, a terrorist that stole his memory. And he couldn't remember he was born. Like his name born, not that he was born. He knew he was born. Oh, I gotcha. And so he went into space to chase this space terrorist. Who stole his Who memory. stole his memory. And, he's like, and he has the, the space terrorist has his memory on him. Yeah. Like yeah, he, he keeps it, it in a box around his neck and a necklace. In a box necklace around his Okay. Yes, that's where he keeps his memory. And so born identity is trying to chase him down. And he's got a spaceship that he stole mm-hmm. from a secret alien base on Earth that we don't, we're not supposed to know about it. But the, he went there because he had clearance and he stole the spaceship to chase after the space terrorist. So it's like he did something wrong, but at the same time... But it's for a better, better good. A bit. Yeah. 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 And so the space terrorist... Oh, it's being asked, how did the terrorist get to Mars? Well, the space terrorist, he has a ship of his own because he's been working with the aliens... The whole time, and Bourne knows about them and their secret agenda, and that's why he stole their memory. That's why he stole Bourne's memory. Whoa. Because Bourne was about ready to rat it out to the world. And so they're like, no way, we got to get this memory out of here, man. And so the space terrorist is like, where's nobody going to go? We'll go to Mars, and we'll put it in Mars, and there's a whole lot of dirt, and we can bury it there in the dirt on Mars, and it'll be really cold and... No one will ever find the memory again, and no one will know our secret plot. And Bourne's like, no way, man. That's not going to happen on my watch. And so Bourne Identity, he's, he doesn't know how he's so good at flying the plane. He doesn't remember where he got the but training for he just for knows it. that he's na- a natural. Yeah, he's just a natural. Mm-hmm. He's just like, oh, my gosh, I can totally fly this thing. And, and he's flying, and then he flies to Mars, and he's, like, following him. And, like, the alien tries to lose him. The space terrorist tries to lose him. On Europa, okay, all right, but yes. he doesn't fall for it, and he meets him back up at Mars, and he's like, "Where's he gonna go?" And they went to that pyramid-looking thing on Mars, and then they they dug in, and then, um, and then they found an underground. Oh my God! Thing now you're just stretching. That gave the environment back to Mars. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger was there, and Born Identity and Arnold Schwarzenegger team up, and then they uh, tackled the space terrorist, and they get the memory back, and then they learn the plot. And then they come back and save everybody. So I guess my question remains, do, could the Martian happen in real life? Yeah, I, it's based on a true story. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. 
feel like we all unlearned a lot. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously it happened. By the way, in case anyone's confused, The Martian was not based on a true story. I read this thing Are where... Are people really thinking that? Yes. Yes. They think The Martian's based on a true story. I... Like, serious. All right. I was working at the bar the other day, and somebody came in, and they actually were talking to me about how they had just seen The Martian. And they actually said to me, they're like, do you know that it was loosely based on a true story? I'm like, do you know that no human has been to Mars yet? <laughs> and they're like, no, that's not oh. true. No, that's not... Like, no, no, no. That No, humans have been there. And this is the story about the guy that they left there. I'm like, oh, Oh, God. no. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Like, I don't claim to be smart, but even I knew that. Oh, boy. Yeah. Real, real sticky wicket there. So just so you know, just to save anybody embarrassment in case, like, it might be mildly confusing because people are going around saying that it's based on a true story. Just so you know, it's not. Did you Unless know, it is. Did you know that Forrest Gump was based on a true story? What? Mm-hmm. Dolores Clump is what mm. it was actually a woman. Oh. It's based on her story. Very interesting. Oh wait, we we have a couple of birthdays. <gasps> we do, we do. Okay, all right. So we've got two here. The first one, two very special days, two very special birthdays. Mm-hmm. The first one is from Justin, who says happy birthday to Verity. Oh, that's such a cool name. Yeah, that's pretty badass. Verity. Name. Yeah, I know. All See right. that. That's a cool name. Well, not only do you have a cool you think name, it's Verity, made up? it's also your birthday. No, I don't think so. I think I bet she just had creative parents. Yeah, it's a cool name. Though. It is a cool name. Well, Verity, we're, just, we're so boring, Greg and Sarah. I know that's what I think. Yeah. Anytime I hear somebody with like a cool name like that, I'm like, oh, I do that Greg. all the time. Like when I meet someone, I'm like, oh my, yeah, I got stuck with Sarah, Greg. and they're just like, I don't care. <laughs> well, anyway, happy birthday, Verity. Happy birthday, Verity. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn, damn right. right. All right. Here's the thing, though. Actually, the next birthday is with a badass name, too. It's with a name with using a, a letter that we don't even have, that we don't even use. Okay. It's Ivar from uh, Iceland. Oh, Ivar. Yes. With the awesome, like, A-E combo. I have letter. always wondered how to pronounce that. I. I? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the magical, it's like an A and then with an E on the back of it. It's uh-huh. so confusing. It is. It's very, very right. exotic, Sarah. You're so exotic, very Ivar. Exotic. No, he is from Iceland and he's been a longtime listener. And thank you so much. It is his birthday. I believe uh, believe your birthday's on Sunday, if I remember correctly. Ugh. But you know what? Since it's Iceland, it's kind of foreign rules birthday because of the time difference, so you weird. can wrap it back, and even though it's Friday here, technically, you may begin celebrating your birthday right now. Wow. Ivar, Ivar it's, your, it's your special day. Ivar, happy birthday. Thank you so much for listening. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Maybe I could be an uh, Elvis impersonator in Iceland. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all incredible people. We appreciate you so much. Uh, Whether you download the show, whether you subscribe to the network, uh, whether you tell some friends, that's always great. You can leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher uh, or any of those places because it helps other people find the show. Um. It is really fantastic. Anything that you do, it's just, we're so grateful. Also, can I do a quick plug for myself here? No. I do 
produce and host a show for digitaltrends.com and it's called Trends with Benefits and it's you can find it at digitaltrends.com slash podcasts. Mm-hmm. Give that a listen or follow the links to iTunes and maybe um, give us some reviews, some positive reviews because it is a fantastic show but we're trying to get the word out there about it. Digital Trends Podcast, that should come up with it too. That would be great. But thank you for listening to Fun Employment Radio. Well, yes, this I need all my jobs. <laughs> I'm to- <laughs> teasing you, Greg. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, all right. Well, happy weekend, happy Friday, Greg. Thank you. What? I don't know. I thought I was waiting. I thought nothing. Maybe I, said, I said happy Friday. You said thank you. I thought you were going to say like the same thing back to me. Like oh. happy Friday, Sarah. Like be yeah. a decent human happy being. Happy Friday. Sarah. Thanks, Greg. Go Panthers, six and one. We'll be back on Monday with more <laughs> fun employment radio. Thank Bye. Love you. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>